The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Good afternoon, morning, ladies and testicles, and welcome to episode 89 of the Pig Athletic Club podcast, the Pack Podcast, proudly brought to you by Buddy Smuggler. If your team or club haven't got a pair of custom Buddy Smugglers, hit the link in the description and get smuggling like the rest of us. My name is Sione, and joining me all the way from Shitney is Dave Vea and... Alexanita Hayane Tafaki. How are you going, Toko Usos? Oh, good, mate. I actually was, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lecky far iron side. Oh, to, uh, ice from north. So there you go. So the listeners, uh, Ironside had their cultural round on the weekend. So he's a little bit more cultured this week, and we're going to test that in a bit of poly trivia later in the pod, as uh, Ironside goes up against our. Plastic tongue and Dave there. Alright, anyways, let's get into our uh, uh, budgie smuggler Bordis bandit. On side, who's your budgie smuggler and Bordis bandit for the week? Um, budgie smuggler of the week um, goes to bit. We've just spoke about the culture round, but um, I see her from uh, Norse getting it over the line for us. Uh, like we don't have a massive Polynesian community in Norse, but you know it's still very important to us. Uh, we had a pretty cool welcome to country before the game, but yeah, just ice getting it over the line for the first year. So that like awesome to see. Like it's going to be great because now we can we can kind of plan for it a bit more next year instead of just doing it last kind of yeah, like yeah. during the season. But yeah, it was awesome just sitting up on the hill, uh, having some carver, meeting all the boys, families, a few drunk uncles, some awesome dancing. But yeah, just yeah, ice for that getting that done. And then my uh, body's bandit is the wallabies, um, like. In any we in any we trust, but fuck, can't we just play our best team every week? Yeah. Like, it's a test match rugby. Like, you know, we don't have the we don't have the uh, facilities uh, for Testing. playing a B string side and C string sides and all that. And I, and I know that wasn't a B or C string side, but like, can we just play? Our, I just want to win. Like, <laughs> I don't care if it, it's always an excuse in the World Cup year, but like, fuck, yeah. play our best team, you know. So, and um, my second one, always come with two, is the uh, Pa Lungi uh, commentator that was on the uh, stream for the Tongan versus Australia A game. If you're commentating, like a bit of experience in commentating, as I'm a, a pretty experienced by doing one act rugby, um, you don't say we yeah. and like, oh, we dropped the ball and oh, you know, we don't look that good. It's just shit. Yeah, you got to say neutral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, Budgie Smuggler was uncle on the other... The top, yeah, Paddy Power. He was awesome. Yeah, Paddy Power. <laughs> Paddy Power. God. i tell oh. you what, he looks like he's had some Paddy Power. <laughs> Whoa. Don't say that, mate. <laughs> yeah. But I was surprised when they showed him on camera at the end of the, the, end of the game. I was like, holy fuck, who ate Paddy Power? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. Nice. And Dave? Oh, budget for the week is the Lost Pumas supporters on the yeah. weekend. Yeah. I was out I was out there at the game and I was kind of just above and they were like on that row watching up. And I was like, mate, why don't we just get around sport like these are? 100%, yeah. Do? From, from the time when we, when we were queuing up to get into the stadium, they were all singing their songs and doing their dance. And I was like, these, this is how you support it. Support a team. 
How many messy jerseys did oh, you see? All of them. They were all students. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Um, and just how vocal they are. They were so loud. And I was like, this is so good. So they're going to be my budgies for the week. And uh, last but not least, my last budgie is the random green sweep from the weekend. Special mention to the club. Always loved getting uh, one over those... Um, those Eastern Suburbs, as a great King Simon Poivin put up his, I think it was his thread account today. <laughs> the renters got one over the uh, landlords on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and I'm going to double down on your uh, Bordy's Bandit, but I'm going to go Wallaby supporters. Because, yeah, when I was watching on TV, I'm like, are there even any Wallaby supporters there? Because it just sounded like you could just hear the Argies cheering, singing songs. And uh, we only heard Wallaby's. Um, supporters when we scored tries but yeah we need to be better at supporting our teams and fucking Parramatta fuck that honestly like seriously I agree with you but fuck they need to bring back John Williamson sing fucking waltzing Matilda on the side mate I reckon you could probably correlate when the Wallabies started to lose when um, they stopped singing yeah. that at rugby games I reckon if you because like fuck that was good We've got so many, like, shit ballad songs that we could sing, just like the English sing their songs, just like every other country sing their songs. Break out in some timey kangaroo or whatever, go on. Maybe we can get you out there on the guitar. Yeah, get us you in know, as yeah, the hip-hop so crew. Maybe, no, maybe we can, start a, we can start a movement. Let's start a sing-along that all the Aussie crowds can get, a, get it behind. Yeah, maybe Ironside, because the, the supporters will get... Um, Kind of confused seeing brown faces trying to hype up the Wallabies crowd. What are the all-black supporters doing trying to hype us up? <laughs> but my uh, budgie smuggler was similar to you guys, Ikaletahi, the Tongan team. Um, I was expecting, like the whole second half, I was expecting Australia A just to come back. and Because we're used to losing. We're just like, we're just waiting. We just have that. It just always happens, especially against Georgia. You just knew something was going to come and we we're going to lose, but they didn't. They came through and they actually look really good. I'm actually really surprised. Yeah, they, look, they look really structured. They they looked really um, well yeah. drilled, and um, I guess like like you wouldn't. Ex- I didn't expect that, and I thought they. Um, the only thing that let them down was like they just looked a little bit knackered back into the game. But yeah. you know they got plenty of time in the World Cup to fix that up. They looked pretty. Oh, they surprised me. That was a that was a good game. Yeah, you can tell in the first half, you can tell they've just got experience. And like most of our players are like in their 30s, I think the average age, I just made it up just in case you're going to check the facts. Uh, average age is about 30, 31 in our squad. So um, pretty excited, but I'm a bit nervous for this weekend when we face Fiji, um, who are the, we all know, kings of the Pacific. But yeah, my uh, to round out, my second budgie smuggler is everyone, oh, not everyone, I don't know if people know, but I've been uh, the sole content creator for however long PAC's been going on, and uh, we've finally got our round one quarterback. We've always wanted this guy on board, but we wanted to wait until we could afford him. Uh, we still can't afford him, but we thought we'd reach out as we're restructuring the business to reach out if he wants to come in and help out and uh, add his little spice. So Yopu is my budgie smuggler. He played for us 2001. Uh, Bris Vegas Sevens. He's a former All Black Sevens, also former uh, Hurricanes and uh, Taranaki player. So yeah, and he's he's way better than me at, at editing and all that stuff. So um, I, I look forward to taking the credit for what he's going to come up with on the pack Instagrams or pack social media. 
on the back scrams. On back scrams, yeah, that's actually a good scrams. one. I'm gonna I'm gonna take credit for that as well. One hundred percent. But uh, as we mentioned before, uh, Ironside had their cultural round, and he got a bit got into a bit of carver on the weekend, and uh, let's gonna test out his newfound knowledge uh, on Pacific. And Dave, having grown up in the islands, he should have all these covered. And uh, some of these were sent in as well, so hopefully uh, we can Mate, trick you. If, if I don't get, if, if Ironside beats me here, I might go revoke my tonic citizenship. <laughs> yeah. So your buzzers... I should, get, I should get two points to every one you get, though. That's, that's true. Big. That's very okay. true. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Oh, I'm wow. The confidence of the man. <laughs> All right, your buzzers are your names, so and wait until I call who before you answer. Okay, first question: What does the Melbourne Cup and Tonga have in common? Dave. Yeah, Dave. Horses. What about horses? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they like to kill them. <laughs> no, we'll give it to Dave. Uh, <laughs> The answer I had down here, they both take advantage of horses. But, yeah, since you mentioned horses, we'll, we'll give it to you, Dave. So, one point to Dave, and uh, Einstein's still on zero. Question two. Tell us the current world rankings for Tonga, Fiji, and Samoa. Einstein. Yep. Um, I'm really Start with Tonga. I'm just guessing. Tonga, I'm going to go 16. 16, yep. What do you think, Fiji? Um, 11. 11, and Samoa? 13. 13, okay. You got them all wrong. Dave, <laughs> do you want to steal the point? I'm just... Um, Fiji would be the highest, so I think they are sitting 8th. 8th, wow. Uh, Samoa would be... 11th and Tonga will be how many how many pools are there four pools five teams 20 I would say Tonga is 17 hold up can I have another go <laughs> no, but you're wrong Look at him looking at it. He's looking at the screen. He's cheating. Look at him. <laughs> now, firstly, uh, I don't know if uh, anyone else knows this, but Australia has also dropped in world rankings from seventh down to eighth. So, no, Fiji aren't eighth. Uh, and the, and Samoa is the top rank out of the Islanders at number 12. Fuck. At number 12. And then oh, wow. followed by Fiji at 13 and Tonga on 15. I was only one off. Yeah, so you were closer than Dave. You still get no points, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Can't wait to tell the kids about that. <laughs> it's actually, uh, I watched I watched the um, Eddie's press conference after the game on the, yeah. on the weekend, and um, one of the questions were like, so Eddie, um, this loss means Australia drops down to eighth and Argentina goes up to seventh. Yeah. And something about what are you going to do about it? And Eddie just turned around and said, "Oh, mate, we're going to do handstands." Yeah, that's handstands right. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm glad that you listened to that, and you still said uh, Fiji at eight. <laughs> no, I know. I was like, oh. You bloody scramps! <laughs> All right, uh, number three. Oh. According to Time Magazine, who was voted the most unattractive people of the Pacific? 
Dave. Yeah, Dave. Tonga. You voted Tonga as the most unattractive people of the Pacific. No, not me. Time magazine, mate. What do you think they picked Tonga? They must have seen you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you fucking big head. Is he right or wrong? Well, uh, that kind of backfired because it was a trick question. I just wanted to know who you were going to call the ugliest of the Pacific. I've got to be careful here not to get cancelled. So that's why I'm yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Thing. That's why it backfired. I was waiting for you to think. No. I was starting to think. I'm like, I love all my Polynesian brothers and sisters. You know, come on. And in my head, I'm running. I was actually going to say New Zealand because, like, there's heaps of ugly white Kiwis. Kiwi, white Kiwis are... White Kiwis are so ugly and boring, eh? I don't know why. Something about them. <laughs> wow. Isn't that I'm one half is, white Kiwi? I'm half, one I'm half white Kiwi. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> wow, trying to be cool by dissing his own kind. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Number four. Who was the first Tongan to don the All Blacks jersey? Dave. Yep. Reichelman. Reichelman. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Tongan name. That was not Ironside? Sione Senior. <laughs> oh, close. No, his name was Walter Batty. Oh, fucking hell. Born in Tonga in 1905 no, no. to English father and Tongan mother, Walter donned the black, All Blacks jersey in 1928. Bit of fun fact for you guys and still no points on that one. Bit of a hard quiz. Uh, number five. Tongan Fijian Arthur Jennings represented the All, the All Blacks in 1967. Name his nephew who plays for the Dolphins in the NRL. Dave. Yep. George Jennings. Michael Jennings. Ah, wrong brother. So no points for you. So it's not Michael, um, it's not George. Who's the other brother? Who's at the Dolphins? Okay. I'm pretty sure he's the same age as me. As I'll give well. you a tip. I'll give you one a tip. His Tongan name would be Lopetti. What's his what's his name in in what's his Aussie name? What's his English name? That helped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lopetti. Um, fuck, mate. I watch no rugby league. Um, Liam. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, I'll give you one more tip. There's when you when you change names over from Tongan, you change the L to R's. Try and Robert. say. There you go. There it is. He's got two points there. Sitting on two is Ironside and Dave on one. Okay, last question for the win. (laughs) According to the World Rugby magazine, who was voted the most influential Polynesian to don the Wallabies jersey? Um, Alex. Yep. Kefu. Kefu, why? I think that try he scored against the in the was it the Bledisloe? Yeah. That 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 was pretty cool. Um yeah, I think that's that's why. All right, Dave, who, who do you think who do you think it is, Dave? Well, I was going to say Keps, and the only reason why I was going to say Keps wasn't that try on side is because of all the um the work that it does off the field, you know, the whole Wesley um, uh, art abuse thing that he's uh, he's done. I was going to say he he would either be Keps or um, Willie O, with all these uh, community stuff he's done since rugby. Yeah, 
Oh, wow. Nice answers. Uh, the answer is... I made that question up. So the points go to Einside, who was already winning. I just wanted to see who you guys think is the most influential <laughs> Polynesian to don the Wallabies jersey. So, Dave, you need to school up. Uh, congratulations, Einside. You're one of us. He's, a, he's actually a pretty good fella um, on that. We saw him when we were on tour in Japan, and he was in the pub with, like, um, George Smith and a few other people when he... Uh, Got around us, you know. Put Is up with a lot William? of the older blokes, older guys' shit. But uh, Ironside wasn't here last week, uh, and we went through <laughs> our new pod that we're going to add to to the weekly to the weekly schedule. Uh, a few people have sent in their ideas, but Ironside, what, do you have any ideas, any segment ideas that we could uh, add in? Yeah. So every week, uh, I haven't really formulated the final name of this segment, but it's um, how. How do we fix it? And that's just a question. And every week, you've got to come in with one sentence on how you're going to fix Australian rugby, but you can't discuss it. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to explain it because we already talk enough about it. Yeah, true. That's true. We, yeah. You come in with your one sentence a week on how you would fix it, and you can't discuss it. Wow. I like that one. one. <laughs> That's that's pretty clever because we do go around in circles <laughs> on the same topic. Uh, <laughs> and maybe the best one will clip up and um, you people can comment on. That's where we can discuss it in the yeah. comments. Maybe we'll we could dis- on the podcast. Maybe we could discuss it just with a look. You say it, and then yeah. and then everyone gets it. You know. <laughs> and then people wow. listening uh, on audio stream they, they can't see us but they can feel it feel the mana if you know what I mean <laughs> I'd say that 95% of people are listening on the audio stream well, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but uh, grateful for everyone that streams it you fucking weirdo streams it on YouTube <laughs> um, okay that was only a segment just one yeah, well, <laughs> well, I came up with one, but you guys said, oh, don't watch TV because you're all better than us and you read books. So. <laughs> yeah, don't explain to the listeners what it was and we shut it down. <laughs> um, it, it, it wouldn't even have to be every week, every fortnight. We One movie review. doesn't have to be um, a new movie. So we all watch the same movie. movie? And then we come back and talk about it. Um, can we... Um... Can we include documentaries? Because I only watch documentaries. I'm a bit weird. Oh, fuck. Grow up, mate. Seriously. Yeah, I only watch Love Island. So if it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, so mate, even some old schools like Rush Hour. Fuck, yeah. Go rewatch. Go rewatch. Actually, you know what? Even if it doesn't work out, everyone's going to watch Rush Hour by this time in two weeks because, <laughs> fuck, it's one of I my I love that. Movies. Yeah, that's probably my favorite um, movies. But all right, if you're listening and you, you think we should actually uh, review some movies, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, let us know. <laughs> all right, let's rip into our questions and confessions. Don't think we've got any confessions this week, but we've got a hell of a lot of questions. First one is from Wimbo Sunderhill. When is the Hello Sports and... Pick Athletic Club collab coming. You should go on their podcast for a Rugby World Cup preview. You boys listen to Hello Sports Pod? Um, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, actually, you saw me wearing that uh, little baggy green hat. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was the weirdest that was quite thing. Funny. Yeah, I've listened to them from the start, but yeah, that would actually, you know, they get around, they still get around the Wallabies. Yeah. I mean, they don't shitbag 
Tom was actually a pretty good uh, union player from what I heard. He played first 15 at uh, Scott's. So. Yeah. Well, just for the listeners... Um, and he uh, played for East. Just for the listeners, when uh, Einside was discussing his baggy green cap, um, I don't know what it what it is from from the um, from Hello Sports, but we're at the Caxton on Magic Ground, and he had his baggy green cap just in his pocket, and then he's like, "What's this, guys?" <laughs> he takes his pack hat off, puts on the baggy green Hello Sports cap, and then just walking around in the car park, and people are like, oh, "He's got the baggy green!" Oh my gosh! I'm like, "What the fuck is this nerdism going on right here?" People just turn around. He's got the baggy green. Siani <laughs> yeah. and um, Freeney hated it because I was getting recognised every day. They <laughs> what, what is it? Was it, a, was it a special edition baggy green? It's some kind no, of cult, mate. You win it by getting doing something, and I did it very early on in their podcast. Bit oh, of grooming, right. yeah. Fuck. Do you remember when you know when you know when all that Dylan Napa stuff came out, and he was. Uh, you know, oh yeah, with videos and stuff. You- I made a I made a trophy out of like copper pipe and mounted on the piece of wood and wrote the big Papi pipe blower of the week trophy. Um, so that's how I got it. <laughs> oh wow! So there you well, go. I had to say, I um, I actually haven't don't know what Hello Sport is or haven't heard. I've I've listened to a few. I thought it was just cricket and rugby league that they talk about. They talk about all sport. Oh they yeah, talk, but that's the that's the main ones, yeah. Yeah, but um, maybe maybe I'll start listening to it now that they're going to get me on. But they do always say we're union first. They, they always say we're rugby union first, and then never talk about rugby union after that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, a lot of people have also commented or tagged us and going, "When's the uh, the good bad rugby pod slash uh, Pig Athletic Club collab coming?" But I think they've just they've got a lot more better people to get on their podcast than a bunch of nobodies. Degenerates. Oh. Speak for yourself. <laughs> It'll be pretty Mate, cool, but I think... You, we, we're, speak, you speaking of, say, I, there's, I there's three have... degenerates on their podcast. Their whole podcast is <laughs> Yeah, yeah but they've, they've played. They've, it's good to hear their stories when they've gone on tour playing international rather than... I love when we try and talk about tour, it's like, well, we can't say that. Or we can't say that. We can't say. We can't say any of it. <laughs> we should get. Um, oh. We'll get Swoop to tell his frog. Um, his frog joke. Um, possibly one of the longest winded jokes <laughs> I've ever heard. And I think that. Mate, I tell you what. Don't meet your heroes, but do meet them. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I love him. I absolutely love him. Mate, I'm, I'm I love a... them. I, I love them because they're just dribble. Like they yeah. are. Like that. You forget that. Um, sometimes I think you forget that rugby guys are just like. Pretty much like us, but they were good. Yeah, so yeah. like, <laughs> like they're just normal blokes ended up. But fuck, they can dribble, especially yeah. swoop. I'm a big fan. Of, I'm a big fan of the show. It's what rugby in Australia needed. I know they're taking yeah, over the yeah. world, but we needed it. Eyes on yeah. eyes on rugby, ears on rugby, the eyes and ears. Fuck, I was fucking. Kids calling in blind. Oh, that was yeah, awesome. lost it. I'm glad that, that you know what I mean. That mate, that makes me feel like it's going to be a good show. They're not going to just try and pick and choose and do the PR thing. But, yeah, uh, I don't know if we answered that question, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who cares? We never do. Yeah, uh, this one's from Beck. Uh, why didn't the coaches and managers stay behind Vancouver instead of the players? Uh, a bit of backstory. I think this happened yesterday or this morning. Uh, the Wallaroos girls are travelling back from Canada after their Pack 4 tour. And uh, when they got to Vancouver, they, did, they overbooked. Uh, Air Canada overbooked the flights. And then seven of the girls couldn't make it on that flight. So they had to stay behind 
and then uh, try and find a way back to Australia. So the girls had to, this was like, I think, <laughs> three in the morning, they had to go into Vancouver and find somewhere to stay or the airline had to find some some ratchety old backpackers for them to stay in. Um, but yeah, someone, Beck asked, why didn't the managers stay behind? Um, this happens a lot on tour. Like you miss flights or accidentally miss flights because you just enjoy the bender. You're like, oh, fuck it. We'll worry about it later. But <laughs> I think it's... I think it's a good thing for the girls to stay behind. If I was if I was part of the tour squad, I'd rather stay behind. Extra two days in Canada because most of them should have just planned. Like I know some of them, Lane's in um, New York with her boyfriend and I know Sarah's celebrating with the uh, Black Ferns in Vegas. They should have just made the most of it. You're on that side of the world. You don't get there um, very often. So make the most of it and come back uh, You know, after a little bit of a tour around that side of the world. You guys it'd be good to it'd be good to be able to ask some of the players, but we'd probably have to go through the ARU to speak. <laughs> yeah, <but>, um, yeah. <laughs> oh. mate, that is amateur hour though. Like, come on, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, I would rather be. I, honestly, if that happened to me, I would be into the closest pub. Like, I would probably it'd be the quickest you've ever seen me. Oh well, I'm not going home. I'm going to the pub. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why the coaches and managers didn't yeah, stay behind, I mean, but I think. I think they've got families. They're a lot older. They've no, got kids and stuff. They've got to rush back to their families. Well, isn't a lot of those things, if you're booked it's on the thing, you can't change it? I don't know, mate. Yeah. Yeah, nice to have heard about Answer a question like, with a question. Nice. Thing. <laughs> but yeah, once again, we didn't answer that question, but thanks for asking. Make sure you ask <laughs> another question for next week. Okay. Uh, RC Mains has asked, what are some good rugby podcasts or Instagram channels or social media channels to follow? What are the ones you guys follow? Can I start with one that's really shit? It comes up on my fucking TikTok all the time. It's these like, they might be like 18, 19 year old English blokes. They always come up on my TikTok. Yeah. And they just, uh, they've got no idea. And they've got thousands and thousands of followers. And all the comments are, they've got no idea. I'll find out what it is. They talk about rugby. Yeah, they talk about, right, always comes up on my podcast, like, um, on my TikTok, oh, yeah, yeah. like, fuck. Um, but I like the rugby bloke, I give him a follow, he's a good follow. The rugby bloke, um, yeah. Rugby column, good follow as well. Um, and you know what I realised I didn't do, I, like, I would never follow, like, the All Blacks or, like, the Blues or something because I didn't follow them as a, um, like, I'd yeah, yeah. my teams I didn't follow, but I started following all, like, yeah. rugby pages and um, like like actually just following other teams so yeah. you have a bit more of a better idea of what's going on yeah um, so that's yeah it's good that you say um, that because that's, that's one of the reasons yeah, why that we try to come because we know a lot of people don't follow teams that they don't that they don't support like uh, yeah. uh, I used to only just follow the Reds but now I follow every other team but the Reds but we're just trying to make sure that we try and share and they see uh, rugby fans see other teams' content and hopefully go and follow other teams and kind of get around it. But you, was, yeah. you, you were saying? Um, Clubland as well on Stan. Oh, um, uh, yeah. It's like, I'm number one Swainy rider in Australia, but um, no, it's good. That's a good way to keep, you know, in, in touch with what's going on um, club-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess they're probably like a bit more of the serious version of what we try and do, but in terms of club stuff. But yeah, um, the, the good we just spoke about the good, the bad, the rugby as well. Yeah, the I English think that's going to be right actually. up there. I think the Aussie one's already way better than the English one. 
um, Gits and um, Gits and Genya. Yeah, that's gun. I saw I saw that come up the other day. That was a pretty funny when they're talking to um, uh, who were they talking to? <laughs> How bad is that? We can't remember anything. Uh, Samuel Karevi. Um, yeah, Karevi. He's like, oh yeah, the boys are good that day. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And they just look at each other. Well, the boys aren't here. You're here. So. Yeah. Uh, just uh, that little funny little clips. But that, you should that watch was, it. You should watch it. They've got two episodes yeah, yeah. out mm. so far. Um, that's done by Rugby Pass. It's out on YouTube, so uh, go cop it. That's actually one of my two favourite episodes as well. Um, yeah, Rugby Watch, just like um, Einside said, I think the Blues, they're probably one of the best at doing it, especially on th- threads as well. If you like uh, a bit of banter, the admin on most of the teams go a bit uh, more bantery on, on threads. Um, so, yeah, I'd say go follow all the Super Rugby teams, Um I think NZ, the Blues are the best, and in Aussie, I say the Brumbies are the best at the social media game at the moment. All right, Lethal Leroy, do you think there's any chance of the RA letting you guys run the marketing for them? <laughs> Not anymore, thanks to Sione. There's more chance of Ironside playing first grade. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'll just come up. To, I'll come up to. I'll come up to Brisbane. I'll get a cap in one week. <laughs> Fucking hell! No, I don't, bit, yeah. It sounds like a bit like um. She had a run in on the weekend that I absolutely forgot about, and it could be RA pigeon related. Um, I went to Bobby's game, and after the game, I was leaving. Um, but I was up in one of the corporate boxes and I was making my way down to ex- to go out and I didn't realize this but I had I saw Morgs and I walked in this room but it was a entire media accredited um, function <laughs> and then I just walked up and slapped Morgs on the bum and I kept walking through my aim was to try and get to the other side to the closest end <laughs> and little did I know it was a and then all these people which looked like the, the pigeon um, minions all ran in and I didn't realise that I was wearing a pack shirt, a pack hat <laughs> and I was walking through this thing and they're going, can you get that guy's accreditation if it's supposed to be in here? Oh, <laughs> you've done a chainsaw. <laughs> Literally done a chainsaw and um, and I didn't quite realise till after the fact that, so Josh Bay, who is one of the guys that does the sponsoring over there, walks over to have a chat to me. I thought he was just walking over to hi, <laughs> but I think he was walking over to ask me to leave. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just trying to... <laughs> I was just trying to leave. So. <laughs> Is the pack rat... The pack rat made his way in. <laughs> the pigeons are chirping. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was... Because uh, I did uh, share, well, I think, one of the memes and one of them... One of the uh, girls that work in the office there, she liked it. Um, I think it was... Uh, oh, yeah, the meme was the... Have you seen Home, Home Alone? The New York one where the pigeon lady... I, I shared the meme. It was a picture of her. Yeah. And it said, um, the RA pigeons looking at their, like, their bosses treat themselves to a nice salary instead of increasing their marketing budget to connect the dots. So, yeah. I think... And, they, and she liked it. So, I yeah. think... Uh, yeah, connect the dots there. I think uh, they need more money to increase the marketing budget so they can do, so they can get proper content creators in didn't they just spaces. Fuck, didn't they just announce like they made shitloads of money? Like, yeah. hell. Yeah. I mean, 
But I'm sure something's going to get done. I uh, hope we answered your question there, Lethal Leroy. Uh, this one's from G-Zag. No, no, to answer Lethal, lethal no. sorry, Janet, to answer Lethal Leroy's question, if RA was to approach us, would we say yes to working with them? 100%. <laughs> we try to help them for free. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it for free. Yeah. Oh, not anymore. The price has gone up <laughs> since, we've got, since we've got Yops on board. Jerwin, uh, new podcast ideas. Like your idea about Smarter Than a Pig, um, you should do Smarter Than a Fifth Grader and, and have Ryan's boy come up against uh, you guys. So, is he in a trivia, uh, trivia off against you guys? Uh, also... Also, you could for the Rugby World Cup, the pack team should do a PlayStation World Cup. All draw a team before the World Cup and play as them. So a bit of uh, bit of gaming. Well, on that, I was actually, while I was waiting for you, I was actually playing a bit of PlayStation. So I might download. <laughs> Is that Rugby Challenge? Ready. No, no, I'm playing cricket. How about oh, that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 um, I actually, I like that idea. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. I'm actually pretty good at rugby challenge. All right, uh, last two questions, also rugby-related. This is from The Rugby Pig. Uh, Moana Pacifica have a very New Zealand-Polynesian influence in the squad, but if you were Tana Umanga looking for some talented Pacific Aussie talent uh, from club rugby, who would you be signing? Who's your favourite polys uh, in club rugby? Shoot Shield, who's a, who's a top... Samoan or Tongan running around in Shoot Shield. Mm. Top of the table, who we got there? Hunter. Okay, Arsana Pola used to play Gordon. I'd He's say, been ripping up. Oh, um, Knox from uh, Eastwood, inside centre. Oh, yeah, Muliufi. Knox Muliufi. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's been good for a while. Yeah. Knox Muliufi, uh, Sionetau. Yeah, oh, I think Sionetau's on the way out. He's probably about 40 now. Yeah. Actually, I'll go Gordon. You know that um, he played for the Waratahs this year? Hola. Ola, yeah. yeah. Or, um, I'd say Ola... Yeah, Tawilangi. Yeah, yeah. Ola Tawilangi. I think uh, Tana should have a look at that that girth boy. I think he plays six and also in the row. Mm-hmm. I reckon Umanga will make a good coach, though. Yeah, yeah. I reckon he's... Um, fuck, he's a good player. I loved watching it. Like, that was... He ruled my childhood as a Wallaby supporter, but fuck, he was a good player. Yeah, I was an all-black supporter back when he was playing. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was good days back then. But I think, yeah... I th- I think it was a good that it was good that he signed for three years, not just the one year. So he's looking long yeah. term. Um, yeah. But yeah, Moana really need they really need something because I'm Tongan. I don't support Moana because it's just I don't feel that I don't feel that connection to it because it is Samoan and Tongan, and it's I don't know. And the, I think the the supporters in New Zealand are also feeling the same because no one goes to the games. I think they had some of the games were there was under a thousand people there. Uh, but yeah, when, um, then when they, why would they not play them? Why would they not base them in you know the like NRU and ARU? Surely should be putting some money in. Yeah, I think it's only NZRU that are that are helping fund it. Well, I think we help fund the drawer. I think mm. ARU helps fund the drawer. Oh, I think right. that's the whole. Oh, I think that's true. how it works. So we're kind of winning <laughs> in, in that space. Yeah, <laughs> nice guys. <laughs> who? Um. But yeah, they should be playing in time oh, somewhere every second week. Yeah, I reckon yeah. they should spread it around. Like have maybe two games in NZ, two games here, because there's a lot of Tongan Samoans. But like we never see Moana unless they come here to play the Reds. But and we still don't have that connection. 
Yeah, and beat the Waratahs. Yeah, yeah. but if it was a Tongan um, team, like they just named it Nukolofa Knights, mate, I'll be all over it. <laughs> Good jersey. The other one's Love yeah. it. I don't know. Side note: Great jersey. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. That's one thing I, I don't, I don't, I agree on. Their kit is horrible. You got to design kit. It. You got to design kit that you'll actually wear out, like a, you know those old school jerseys that you you wear out in public, not not even just to rugby. And the minor jersey isn't it? Isn't it? I love, but I love the oh. shit. Fuck, it's awesome. It's a weird color. Someone just picked some colors. That's great. <laughs> Uh, and last question from the Australia A versus Tonga game. Besides Daniela Dupol, did any players stand up and put their hand up to be pulled into the top squad? It wasn't a good day for Aussie rugby supporters, both men's and women's, and Aussie A. I know. I think I said this earlier in the week, but like, you don't know if he put his hand up. But I think you'd have like, would you would you take Foley? I'd take Foley just because he's got a bit of experience, and he's probably not going to play. But if someone went down, like, fuck, you'd want to have him. I yeah. I would have said, yeah. But um, on the weekend, he, di- he didn't have the best of games, did he? I mean, But he has yeah. been ripping up wanna, in Japan. I don't so, want to get yeah. into why he didn't have the best of games. But, um, you know, he maybe didn't have the best uh, team around him. So, I don't think that I helps. Think, yeah, um, but I think off the back of his performance last year, I think he does yeah. deserve to, to be in that squad. And off the back of his performance in Japan this year. So, yeah, yeah. kind of, I see your point yeah, there. Yeah, I was going to say... Won the whole, he won the whole Japanese comp by himself, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, who's the redheaded guy and, in the seven? Um, I forgot his name. The, What's his name? The redheaded seven. Oh, uh, Brad, Brad Wilkins. Yeah, I reckon. I I I put him in the squad. Yeah, I think the Super Rugby season here, he should you have know, been in there. But off the yeah, I don't think any of them played well on the weekend. Sorry, I want to bolt on that. I think that's going to push his way in from the uh, Aussie on the weekend. Josh Fluke. Yeah, I agree on that one. I'd probably take um, your friend Falau Fainga. I think he, you'd have to have him go. Yeah, you need um, that mongrel in, at hooker. I don't think we like. I don't like. Yeah, we don't have it. I feel like hooker's probably a position where, you know, a little bit short on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to say. I'd fucking love to see Eddie fucking put out a his team that he thinks is going to come up against in the World Cup. You know. Yeah, we've lost um, Ikitel for, what, two months? Oh, a, yeah, six so I think, to eight weeks. Yeah, I think, oh, Fluke, I think Fluke should be... I think Fluke should have even been starting on the weekend. Like, he's not a big guy, but he can... He always finds the trial line. Like, when at the start of the season, people were talking yeah. Fluke, 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 and I'm like, nah, nah. But every game, I'm like, fuck, this guy's actually good. And he's... He's a bit like yeah. Pat McCabe back in the days. I don't know if you remember Pat McCabe. Yeah, yeah, He fills yeah. a lot of positions. He finds his way to the trial line and just goes hard. And no errors. Like, he doesn't... Well, that you're going to need that on a bench. Because, yeah. like, I feel like... I feel like you'll probably go pretty forwards heavy on the bench. I don't reckon there'll be too many, um, you know, like, reserve... Uh, uh, reserve backs. Um, backs. So, yeah. you need guys that can cover a lot. Yeah, I like Carter Gordon on the bench because yeah. he did come in and do, he did really well in the centres. I know he can play fullback. I think he should be fullback. I know he can play fullback. He played a lot of fullback for Wes, um, him and his brother. Yeah. So I think Carter Gordon's good bench spot or even just get him starting because he's defense. Man, I thought he was He loves defending. He loves defending. Inside centre on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I don't... Uh, we've kind of... I don't know, rugby, we've kind of gone away from having that... Um, you know, like, Guido was a 12... But we've gone away from having that type of twelve. Yeah. So like, I don't think not that Carter Gordon's the same type of, you know, twelve. But 
I don't know what if he was at twelve and then we had um, Karevi at thirteen. Thirteen. I don't yeah. know. Just spitballing. Spitballing. That's kind yeah. of an old school way to look at it. I reckon but. that's that'll be a good that'll be a good um, sort of mix. Or you can even have uh, if Karevi's um, on the bench, you could even have uh, Parise. Just one of those players that yeah. at thirteen that could kind of break the line. But I feel like you could afford to have two ball players at ten and twelve because yeah. Yeah. you can always bring Mark. Um, Marika, or as his Aussie name is, Mark. Um, you can he can come in and do some crashes. You know what I mean. You don't yeah. necessarily need. A, I think um, I think we found our two wings, and I think that that was going to be the the two wings going in from from the start, anyways. Yeah. Very rugby heavy pod this one. Oh, well. World Cup year, mate. Yeah, true, true. But anyway, shout outs to end the pod. Quick shout out to uh, George Thornton and Lucy for finding us a new place to move into in record time. Oh, um, let's go. And sh- shout out to me and Dave uh, Henway for doing fuck all um, in helping. So we're moving to Man- we're moving to Manly. We're moving seriously ten houses back from Manly Oval. So um, what? I'll get. Uh, I might have to. I'm never going to play for Manly. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, quick shout out to them too. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Um, my shout out this uh, this weekend is to my arch nemesis Aaron Blacklock. Uh, welcome to the uh, club of playing. Uh, the not sure if he played ninety. Yeah. Not sure if he played fifty for Power and fifty for um, Manly, but congratulations on the weekend <laughs> playing a hundred games. No, that was a hundred for Manly. He's already played um, over a hundred and something. Uh, Club games, but it was a hundred just for Manly on the weekend. Manly count though, if oh, you if you so North only count like you get one cap per day. So even if you play threes oh, and twos, you only get one cap that's per fair. day. That's fair. But Manly counts like if you come off the grades. Yeah, so yeah. If you play two games oh, in one wow. day, and even worse and more embarrassing, Gordon counts Colts games, the club games. So no, we don't like. Yeah, we don't count Colts. No, we well we count that club games. You're still you're still nah. in the you're still there representing the grade, club. Hundred grade games, you get a cap at North. So more more important <laughs> and stuff like that. Like classic Gordon making big shit. Any more, Dave? Because I know you always have heaps. Uh, no, no, I only had one this week. Oh, nice. All right, my shout out is to Uncle Eddie. I know he's doing it tough. You know, everyone's everyone's at him. I know he talks the talk, but yeah, when he said that, when the reporter asked um, how he was going and stuff, and he, he said, you know, he's having less sleep. So just, just you know, I could, I felt it, I felt, I felt it in my heart, mate. Shout out to Uncle Eddie. I know he's listening. He listens every week, and uh, hope you're doing well, mate. We're behind you. We're behind you. Even though we miss we Uncle you, Dave, mate. we might miss we Uncle you, Dave, mate. but we love you, mate. We believe in you. Okay, uh, trust. we started our uh, song of the week, which I'm going to change into our Ben Tune of the week. We've got another two for this week. We'll start off with Ironside's last minute one before Ironside's cultural one. This one... Uh, do you want to explain to the listeners who these guys are? Uh, these guys are the Ryans. They're based on the uh, northern beaches of Sydney. And um, they're pretty popular. They're uh, it's a bit more of a chilled out vibe. Yeah. Um, what I listen to. So, um, it's their new song, Minivan. Beautiful. Oh. I dig. I dig. I approve. Real, uh, real beachy vibe, bruv. That's what I listen to. He's a surfer boy. Uh, 
All right. And I uh, did a bit of research. I uh, went back to uh, Einstein's origins, his Norwegian origins, and uh, I found a bit of a, I'd, I'd like to say it's a banger. All the way from Norway. This is... Uh, no way. <laughs> this is probably one of your relatives, mate. This is... Uh, I'm not even going to try and say what the song is. We'll put it in the link. By Udo. But guys... Thank you for listening. That was the Big Athletic Club podcast. Tune in next week. Make sure you do all the good things. Like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Thanks, boys. Tune in next week. Let's go. Let's go. Thanks, boys. Når jeg bliver til jord Pludselig er jeg vågen, men jeg sover